the world rewards certainty. We love certainty. We love it that the bus shows up on time, the plane takes off and lands just when it's supposed to. That's how we're used to that. And we all want that. But you start thinking about what you might make and that maybe there's something for you to create. And it is not certain. It's not clear. And that's um, a prerequisite, you know, that not knowingness is essential. Good morning and welcome back to Art Juice. This is honest, generous and humorous conversations that will feed your creative soul and get you thinking with me, Alice Sheridan. Me, Louise Fletcher. And we've got a guest with us today. Say hi and introduce yourself. <laughs> I, I love the generous humor uh, idea. I'm glad I'm here for that. I hope I'm that. Uh, this is Nicholas Wilton, um, founder of Art to Life and um artists just excited to uh share with you guys all that's happening okay so we're going to uh find out a little bit more about you and what you're working on um in a moment but first of all we usually kick off with what we've been working on this week um and this could be in the studio or not in the studio but i would love to know what in the studio is concerning you at the moment in your paintings I would say uh, I was painting in a very loose, aggressive way. And I'm backing off of that a little bit. And I'm wondering if, you know, it's like I'm going backwards a little to what I was doing before. And I don't want to go backwards, but I don't know if this step backwards to some of the things I was doing before having gained the information and the knowledge of the wildness of which I was painting. Mm. Um, I'm just a little like, am I chickening out here? I mean, I don't mm. think I am, but I, it's, it's kind of, you know, like sometimes it's not just always a straight line. And this feels like I'm going down a cul-de-sac a little bit, but, but I just need to for some reason. So I'm not sure if something's going to open up here, but it's, I'm going backwards a little. I'm slowing down. I'm becoming a little bit more thoughtful. Um, and and that was that's quite a bit different than the way my last show and the last body of work that I was making. Because that was quite a change, wasn't it? That the last, I mean, I, I remember seeing on Instagram and all of a sudden these kind of much wilder approach sort of arrived. There was a lot more disruption to them. And I've seen you work like that, you know, for a while now, but that was taking it to another level. So you were just kind of looping back a little bit, you feel? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just, you know, it's, it's like our, our art is, is an expression of ourselves. And there's parts of like, I think what it is, is there's just, I'm connecting to different parts of myself. That wildness, that, you know, I, I call the fire, um, is is a is a very powerful force and those paintings and and working in that way and learning how to occupy that place um is was necessary for me for me and it's kind of a a new area for it's it, for me that's just something that i'm exploring in myself you know and and but there's also a, a there's a groundedness and an evenness and a more uh you know earth-based water-based uh calmness 
uh, energy that I'm also wanting to hold. And I, I want to bring that into this work. So, you know, it's like a child having a, tenter, a temper tantrum. It's kind of amazing and powerful, but also to hold the restraint. Um, and, and this is just paralleling what I'm learning about myself uh, right now and the work I'm doing personally. So um, learning to hold more um, is, is another way to think about it. You know, like it's just a broader, wider perspective. It's painting in a way that's broad and loose and open, but it has, it references more. I don't know if any other way to say that, but it is not just one thing. It is just not about being wild. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not all of that. It's, it's a fire, but it's tempered. And uh, it's, it's a, there's a masculinity about it and a femininity. And I think I'm speaking about the femininity here uh, when I'm talking about this water, earth sort of elements uh, that I, I'm wanting to bring back into this work, um, both parts of myself. When, when you're doing that, are you beginning it from the conscious thought? I'm doing this work on myself. I'm having these, I, this is the concept I want to bring in. Or is it that the paintings start to change and then you question and then you realize, oh, this relates to the work I'm doing? Um, no, it, it's, uh, it's based on the feeling of what's in front of me and what feels current. And, and I've just sort of been making these connections recently uh, about... And, and I'm, you know, I have no basis for this. Just, just, this is just, you're asking me like what I'm working on. This is honestly what I'm thinking about this morning. That in relationship, you know, we have relationships with, with people that we care about. This is our spouses or who, you know, people that matter to us. Sometimes it feels like they're in our lives to teach us something. The connections we have with them, it triggers things. It it activates things in ourselves. Sometimes it's really irritating and it, you know, it pings us. And I realized that for me, my painting, I'm in relationship with my painting. And I think we all are. And I think this is why it's so damn hard. Even though it's us, it's, it's like another person. We're having a relationship with somebody we really care about. And it's the part of ourselves that's, that's forming. And, it, and it, it's showing up to teach us something, just like your husband or just like the, the new person in your life. You know, it's like, wow, how did I end up with this person? This is so perfect because they compliment me in a way that's so beautiful, but also difficult. And, and I think that our art does that too. It teaches us things about ourselves. It's, and, it, and it triggers us and it makes us feel so vulnerable and it makes us feel so wonderful. So I'm kind of in this relationship with this, this art and, and I'm learning things and, and it's teaching me things and some things I'm not happy about <laughs> that I'm seeing, but nonetheless, um, I'm learning and progressing. And then I see the progress in the painting. You know, there's this artifact of the development of the maturity of the evolution of the relationship. I don't know if you guys can relate to that at all. I, this is just yes. honestly what I was thinking about this morning. Isn't that yes. kind of interesting? Absolutely. I think it's just... I've never thought about it that way. No, I haven't either. But I think that's it's so true because it, 
for me, it's often I see things in the paintings, then think, oh, yeah, that's what that is. And then it makes me think about myself, just as you're saying, because it activates something or it triggers something or it reveals something. And yeah. but at the time I'm doing it, that's not the conscious reason why. And right. because because then nothing would happen, because if exactly. I knew what I was doing, nothing exciting would happen. But yeah, it's such a great analogy. I'm going to steal that one. <laughs> I'm going to yeah, put please. that in a blog I, post I, or something. Yeah, it was it came in with a conversation uh, with actually Susan on my team and we were just talking and I just was like, oh, my God, I'm just making this connection because it's not like the, the art is the art is us, but it's not it's part of ourselves. You know, it, it definitely feels like an other. You know, it's like it's you and your art and your art is you, obviously, but it's it's sometimes feels like it's it's a wiser part or a childish part or whatever, you know, that that you're having this and we care about it so much, you know, um, and so it it matters. And it's so amazing when somebody buys one of our paintings because they're really, you know, giving us a thumbs up to to ourselves. Um, I think yeah, it's, a, I, I... it's a really interesting process because for me, I've felt that there is there are some elements of art that feel external. And then there's a lot of it that's very internal. And often when we start, we start with the external things, what we can see, the visual things, whether you're your portraits or still life. And for, for me, it was landscape. And I completely recognize, and I remember recognizing fairly early on, how some paintings just have a really strong character and they are like either unruly children at some point or they're characters that teach you something. And I remember at one point, a few years back, just thinking this thing about landscape is just a way in for me. It's just a way into whatever the next thing is going to be because I don't know what the next thing is yet and I'm not ready for it and I'm not capable and I'm not competent yet to deal with that. But landscape for me, and I've always had this phrase in my mind of paintings being the places where we find ourselves, And I mean that in terms of a la a, my interpretation of landscape. It's my response to what's going on in the world around me, in the space around me, how I'm feeling about it, what's triggering me. And I often start work. And as you say, then it goes off in a totally new direction and you go, oh, that's what I needed to pay attention to. And it kind of right. bounces back at you. It's so rewarding yeah. and hard. Yeah, it's like, it's like, isn't that amazing that, you know, I'm standing out here in this field and I've, you know, like I'm drawn into this and, and then it, it kind of makes sense when you look back, you mm. know what I mean? It's like, oh, of course, of course I was needing, needing to learn this. And, and it's like a chance meeting, you know, there's this opportunity to meet yourself in your art and meet the parts of you you haven't yet met and, and who you want to become. You get to meet with them and work it out and develop. I, I just think that's such a, uh, it's such a wonderful uh, exploration. Here's a question though. Do you think you can do that in the early stages or how do you reach that point of understanding with your work well, and what it is you want to do? Well, accepting the invitation for the creative path is a huge step. Mm. And I know this, I, I, you know, 
I mean, I remember you early on, you know, you were juggling kids and it was, it was just a lot. It's a big step because you're, you're opening your, it's an invitation. You're opening the door to it and you haven't even, you're just deciding to go to the party. Just, just taking yeah. the time to, to go on the journey is gigantic. Um, and all the limiting beliefs that are holding us back about whether this is possible, whether I even have the ability to do this and my, my sister's talented and I'm not and all the things that, that hold us back. Um, so yes, the conversation deepens, but that's a, that's a uh, existential moment to when you decide that you, you need to make something that, that, that is of you uh, you need to contribute something. You need to show up for yourself in a new way, and and it just grows. And I, you know, it, it continues to ask you to do this. And and people wait and wait and wait and wait, and and then and then they're ready, and yeah. something happens. And and that's that's where you know that's where I come in because I love working with people, moving them from that into a process, into the creative path and making it so they can sustain that. Um, because I think it's the most, I think it's why we're here actually. I think it's the most worthwhile uh, uh, journey that, that anybody can participate in and, and, and learn and discover who they are and become everything they are and share that with the world and inspire everybody and inspire them to do the same. What's so difficult is that when people are beginning, they don't always want to, or they do want to find themselves, but they don't think about finding themselves. They think about, like Alice said, there's external and internal. They always think about the external. So right. what's the artist doing? What's that artist doing? Okay, I'll do that. And then that should work. And well, th yeah, this yeah. revelation, it's a revela it was a revelation to me to realize, oh, it's all about me. It's not about everybody else. It's about me because we don't do that in our lives. Do we? Where else in our lives do we go? Me, 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 me. Let's talk about me. We, we yeah. don't do that, but. Right. And, and, you know, the world rewards certainty. We love certainty. We love it that the bus shows up on time. The plane takes off and lands just when it's supposed to. That's how we're used to that. And we all want that. But you start thinking about what you might make and that maybe there's something for you to create. And it is not certain. It's not clear. And that's um, a prerequisite. You know, that not knowingness is, is essential. So, of course, the only stand-in people have to make them feel better is to look around at other people that are doing this and say, well, I'm kind of like, I could be kind of like this person. In fact, I'll even make art like them just to feel better. But in due time, uh, they start, that's not sustainable. And, mm -hmm. and it becomes more and more rewarding and easier and more fun and more joyful to, to internally pull out what, what matters for you. And it's actually what makes your work yours. You're so, you're different. And so your work's going to be unique and and then it, it really starts taking off. I mean, art starts taking off when people start working from the inside out. Um, yeah, it and is, I, it is scary, you know. I just want to check at this point as well that this is not just applicable to making abstract work. I think if you think of any artist that you know, think of an artist that you know or love 
who makes figurative work, whether it is, you know, Matisse's dancers or, um, you know, still lifes from, I mean, I, I just love those still lifes from that 1950s St. Ives period um, that have that beautiful sense of calm and such a personal feel to them as well, or whether it's a portrait artist that you know who really manages to get the, the personality of the person into their painting. This is not about the style of work you make, but reaching that point of understanding of what else you can pull into it beyond simply what it looks like. It, and it's a tough thing to shoot for. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, it's wildly, the choices are infinite, but it's, it's about you figuring out what, what lights you up, what's a yes for you. And it just depends, it's going to change. We know that you might start out wanting to learn how to do a certain kind of work and then that'll change and shift. And um, so it's, it really is up to the artist, but it isn't, there's no, it's, it has nothing to do with the kind of work you make. Uh, a landscape can feel very personal and it is personal. It's just what you decide to do. It's more what you're deciding to do and what matters to you that um, will make it yours, you know? You were saying that your work develops and, and what you're interested in one day, you're not interested in a few years from now, it changes. One of the other things I see with beginning artists is that they feel like I've got to look for my style and I've got to get it right because if I get it wrong, then I'll be stuck with it. And this is really important to get this thing right. And it's like, it's like they think it's a decision that you're making. And then once you're there, that's it. And often as well, beginners, I think, feel like, oh, I want to do all the things and I want to try this and that. And that's wrong because I should have a style. And it's these kind of self-imposed limitations when really you, what you learn over time is that it, you're going to keep changing. And what you made two years ago, you won't like anymore anyway, no matter where you are in your journey you'll always look back and think oh now I could do that better because I would know this and this and this do you how do you approach that when you're working with people it, at the early stages to kind of get them past the fear of making the wrong choices mm, that's such a good question and it is such a common challenge um, but here's the thing uh, artists people um, who are, you know, we're, we're all interested in making something. We want to make art, we want to create something, and you want to kind of, you know, in the beginning, grab something that you can hang your hat on and move forward. But these things that we're making, these paintings, are actually, um, they're, they're, they're not as important as the process of you making art the process of art making, the process of you becoming yourself. I focus on the process, giving people a process to do this um, because one, and, and understanding that, that starts making art and that changes the artifact. The art is just the artifact of your process and it will get plenty strong, very quick and very personal. The style comes out of really understanding the process 
So we kind of, I mean, it's understandable that people that are coming into this uh, point at the artifact, which is the art, and say, is this good? And I want this kind of art. But it actually, it isn't so important. What's important is learning, learning how to make art in a way that uh, is very personal and keeps you excited and learning discernment and making it so it's possible that you can show up every day and try things and be experimental and play and allow your individuality to come out. You mm -hmm. know, it's the approach, it's the come from that makes the art amazing. And if people learn that, then it all falls into place. It's not so much about that piece of art. You're gonna make lots of art. The art will show, however, the, the progression. The, they will demonstrate to you and everybody else who's watching the transformation of yourself. Mm -hmm. The transformation of yourself that Art to Life works on, that I focus on, that's what I'm teaching. And it doesn't matter if you're making paintings, gardens, books, whatever, or a life, actually. It's the process, it's the approach that is that is that is the new territory that people can can dive into and and really make progress with this so i think what we're talking about and if you follow us and people that we follow you've probably seen this on instagram and social media so so once a year um art to life which is nick's company runs this free workshop it kicks off on the 14th of February, right? Valentine's Day. Yep, Valentine's Day. Um, and you can find a link to join up for that in the show notes. So just wherever you're listening, scroll down and there will be a link and, and you can join in. And it's, does it run for, is it six days, five days, the free workshop? No, it, it, it goes, um, it goes all, all week, it go all week till uh, Friday. And it's, it's, totally free every year more and more people join it and what what I think is so amazing about it is that it has the capacity to unlock things for you and year after year pe people come back and they take it again and we see because I was on the team for two years and we see the comments that people like oh I watched this last year and I didn't really get it and now I get it or people in their first time of taking it going, I've suddenly realized something about my paintings that I never even twigged before. And that was a little bit what happened to me. And I, you know, if you've been listening for a while, you might've heard me tell this story. I, I kind of missed some of it. And so I kind of binge watched it all at the end a little bit. And um, there were things that I could take I suddenly recognized the answer to why I'd been struggling with some of the things I was trying to do with my painting and some of it was about fear fear of not wanting to push things further because I was scared that I wouldn't be able to recover what I liked um fear of being bold enough and that's what I absolutely still love about watching you paint you just do stuff and I'm shouting at the screen what and when you see that your generosity in sharing that at the beginning was such a door opener for me to actually because people talk about making art we've just talked about art what it looks like what it feels like seeing somebody do it 
is extraordinary and it gives you such license and I feel that like what you cover in this workshop really is building blocks and actually it doesn't matter if you're a beginner if you're a beginner it's going to really get you on the on the go you know fast you're going to know what makes a difference and how to change something but equally if you've been painting a long while this will really fine-tune what you do and that's why people keep coming back to it I think yeah and we we change it but it, 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 you know, we're giving, we're giving a whole bunch of essential information. Some of the most key teachings mm. uh, that, that we do that I teach and the whole idea, you know, the whole idea with this is number one, we can help a ton of artists. We have thousands of artists do this. Um, we, we, it's really the most important week of the whole year for art to life. And uh and it's how we meet everybody, and 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 you know, so that's what's that's what's so fun about it. And we get a lot of people coming back and doing it. So we have to make it kind of different. And I, you know, as I'm progressing, I'm learning new ways to describe this. But it's just crucial art making information that ultimately can help you get unstuck. Mm. And if people can can you know what the, the the win for me is the comments that we get when somebody says. Oh my God! Uh, you know, after this, after today, I looked over at that painting that's been in my studio for six months. That I didn't know how to finish, and I got it. I made it better. It took five seconds. I can't believe I mm. never saw it this way. That's it, and and I love that that happens. So we're 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 giving that kind of information out that um, that it just it's just different. It's just got a different um, it, you know. There's just it the way we're giving these principles, um, explaining these principles and giving them in, a, in an order of relative strength. So understanding some things are more powerful than other things. That was never taught in art school. It's still yeah. not. And it uh, wasn't taught to me. And it was, it, it's very helpful. It's been very helpful for me. And that's how I kind of sourced my own uh, progress with it. That's what I remember. There was one thing you said, and I'm not going to spoil your free workshop because I'm sure you'll say the same general principle again in a better way, perhaps over the years. But there was something you said that, oh, most artists try to solve this problem by doing X. And really, the answer is Y. And it was like that cartoon where a light bulb goes off. And I, I remember my husband, Phil, saying, no, oh, you come into bed. And I was like, nope. I'm going over to my studio. I've got to paint some things. And I was over there late and I got everything out because I just had a bunch of half finished. I was doing quite representational landscapes at the time. And what you had said was exactly what I'd been doing wrong. And when I went in and fixed it, everything came to life. And I started madly posting on Instagram. I remember like, look, everybody, I've done this one and this one and this one because I was so yeah, excited yeah. at the difference. And that's how I met yeah, Alice, no. I think, because I think that's I was posting cool. excitedly and I think you commented on something and that's how I met you. But yeah, it was really thrilling to me. And, and I hear other people say who, like you say, did go to art school, that they weren't, I didn't, but, but that they weren't taught that. And it mm -hmm. seems crazy because these are fairly straightforward, simple ideas, but, but put in such a, um, you just, you have an ability to put, they're not simple ideas, actually, they're complex because what I've realized over the years is I'm still unpeeling them like an onion. So mm -hmm. they seemed simple. I thought I got it. Mm -hmm. And now the more I progress, the more there is mm -hmm. in them. 
but you have mm-hmm. a really good way in that workshop of simplifying and making it making it easy to start on but then it keeps yeah. rewarding you over the years so that's what I've really loved about it and that's why year after year we we have you on and ask you all about yeah. it again because it was so life-changing I just also just because the conversations are fun right it's so funny I'm sorry to say this but Alice when you sit in a certain position it looks like you've got hair sticking <laughs> you've got a plant behind your head <laughs> and I thought what's she done with her hair yeah yeah I've got a fascinator in I'm just off to a wedding excuse me <laughs> on a on a Thursday evening I'm not really at a wedding yeah no I agree I think it is that that complete um it's exciting that shift but what I want to just let people know now, if we're talking about the work, a workshop, what, do, what does that mean? Because obviously we're not coming in person. So we do it online. Do people need to have lots of kit and equipment and materials ready no. in order to take part? No. Um, so how it works is, and uh, the, in the morning, if you sign up, um, in the very early in the morning, we send out a lesson. And it's, I've tried to record it and show you something in this, it's fast in a simple way, you know, like, I mean, I even, I even like edited the way I describe things to take out any ums, you know, so you've got something that, you know, it's very concise. That's in the morning. So that happens on Monday. And then in the afternoon, we meet up live. And then I go into this um, much deeper. And, and I think I think this has really worked um, because it gives people kind of, okay, I get what we're gonna be talking about this afternoon, but it's those live sessions that we do uh, that you can come along and you can, you can have a sketchbook, you can have a black Sharpie and you can play around with some of these ideas. We have a download, uh, downloadable sort of lesson plan for you for it's sort of like a workbook that you can use, Uh, you can, you can, uh, you'll immediately start seeing how it applies to your work so you can play around and try this on your work afterwards. But really what's cool about this is that it's, it's about your thinking. You know, Mm -hmm. you can change your thinking, it immediately changes your art. So it's not like I'm teaching, you know, how to paint an eyeball or something. This is, this is new ways to think about things that once you get it, you just go apply it to whatever you're working on. So we do that Monday, Tuesday. Uh, we go Monday and Tuesday, and I think we take Wednesday off, and we have Thursday. And this whole free workshop is designed to teach everybody, as many people as we can. But ultimately, um, after the workshop, we it starts the whole you know the whole season of learning for for art to life begins with this free workshop and it continues on with a program that goes for 12 weeks. And some of the people who end up doing the free workshop, if it's right for them, they might want to go along and continue. Most won't, but that's what we're doing. We're doing this free workshop and then it leads into um, another program, uh, which is of course is an optional thing, but uh, it's really about getting people in this free work sh- workshop to make progress. Um, we've been teaching people for years with this free workshop. That's all they do. They come back every year and their work's gotten better. So it's really uh, kind of the, the 
opening week of the whole season of Art to Life. And, and this, this spring quarter is when we really push all of us, the team, everyone, we're all making things, uh, developing our work. And um, so that, that's sort of how it goes. But really, it's, you know, Monday um, all the way to Friday. And uh, there's, a, there's a lot of information I'm sharing, but it's recorded. So if you miss one, you can go back. Now, it's absolutely tons of work to do one of these free things, as I know. What does it give back to you? You know, I, it was crazy because I'm working on this book right now, and I was writing this little story about a person in a workshop, and 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 uh, I'm writing, and I, and for me, when I write, I have to... I have to read it out loud to see if it sounds like me. It's weird. I just how I write. I write it and I read it out loud, and and I'm just sitting here where I'm recording this right now, and I'm talking about this story about this uh, person who was making a breakthrough, and I'm reading it, and it was just it's not it was just illustrating this point about how we all have talent, and I'm tearing up. I notice myself being emotional, telling the story. And the reason I'm emotional about, which is sort of ridiculous to me, but it's just, it just touches me so much to see somebody who didn't think this was possible, mm -hmm. like for them to get it, you know, like, oh my God, it's just so cool. Like their whole life is, I know what's in store for them. You know, I mean, think about it. You guys, both of you guys, like how what your arts brought you and how you've impacted the world. You know, it's, and for to see someone right at the beginning of that, um, realizing that, wait a second, maybe this is possible for me too. I just find that, I, that just is so emotional for me. And, and it inspires me because I remember that, that just says yes to me. Like just seeing people overcome that makes it all possible like we can do this it, it's very much a crowdsourcing of confidence or mm -hmm. or a momentum that i'm that i'm involved in and i know you guys know what i'm talking about because i i know you both are the same you you get so much from from sharing this learning we're, we're doing i mean don't you think you know yeah absolutely yeah and for me also i get i get inspired and excited for my mm -hmm. art by seeing the art other people are making and and often beginners are, which is really like sometimes really innocent and naive and but exciting and and surprising and it it always just gives me a lot of energy and excitement too. So I can just imagine with the number of people that you have you count in that workshop. I don't know how many it will be, but it will be a lot. Yeah, I mean, we just, you know, again, it's what what we do, you know, we're, re we're really clear on it, and this is how we do it. So we're really, uh, we try to get people who have done uh, our programs to uh, tell their friends about the workshop and uh, just make it as fun and rich of an experience as we can. So, you know, beginners are fortunate in a way because the journey, the beginning part of it is so exciting, <laughs> you know, like... You, to go from nothing to start making things and, and within that first period of time, there's all the firsts, you know, making something that you really like, you know, making something really colorful, you know, uh, trying something. Um, I was talking to Susan on my team and she was saying the day that, that she remembers like yesterday, the day that she really finally let go 
and yeah. didn't care and messed up her painting and actually didn't care. <laughs> you know, like that was a huge thing for her in her life because she, you know, her whole world was controlling. I mean, it's yeah. you know, like, don't you just remember all those first? Yeah, and it, it is exciting, but it's also at that stage, there are so many possibilities and you don't yet know where you're going to settle. And that can be a little bit daunting. I think particularly if you don't have the tools that you need to feel like you're making progress. Like, I think we're all impatient. Like everybody's impatient and there is a, an element of this you know like you were talking in your your recent podcast interview with Rob Zott about about just it just takes time and he just works every day like and we've just got to learn to be you know we've got to learn to manage our patience or impatience around this too but I do think that when you have got certain knowledge knowledge about some key things that then frees you up to really experiment with how you want to develop your personal skill on it. And that's a really exciting point about it. And I yeah. think that often, you know, and it's not just beginners, but I think, you know, if we've got some key pieces missing, we can struggle for a long time on our, and it's, it's the same with anything. You could struggle for a long time about something you don't necessarily know everything about. And you'd probably get there eventually figuring out for yourself what you like. But, you know, there are some things that it helps to have a little bit of a shortcut on. And I think these moments where you think, oh, okay, that has more impact than that. Huh, I get that now. You feel like someone's let you in on a little bit of a secret and you're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I always knew yeah. there was a secret society, but nobody was get, like, giving me the key. Right, right. No, absolutely. Having, having some, uh, you know, you need, there's information artists need and, and they, they're not given all of it, unfortunately. And there's a bunch of information that we teach and, and that's good and required of things like how to mix colors and what's saturation and value and all these things is important information. But you know what I love about teaching um, is that, that yes, it, it's, it, you know, there's, they say, you know, 10,000 hours and everything, but it's, it's really about your thinking. So if you can give people information and you can also work on their, their thinking, how they're approaching something, they can sit in a chair and you can tell them this, and then they can get up and they can go back to their painting and it'll be very different. The paintings can become stronger and they weren't even painting when they got that information. You know, you can give someone strategies how to play tennis, the same thing. And, and they can suddenly get on the court and just play so much better because they've got information that mm -hmm. they didn't before. And that's, I love that because it feels a little like cheating, but man, that can save you a lot of years of struggle. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> there's no need to struggle so, so long, you know. Well, I'm going to be watching it for certain this time. So if it sounds good, pause this now, scroll down to the show notes, click the button, drop your email in there and you'll get everything. Nick will send you everything that you need to know to take part in it. I'm going to put you on the spot here in a minute. So get ready for this. So moving on, we like to wrap up with something that has inspired you this week. And um, this could be something art related or something in your life that you've enjoyed or a recommendation that you have. 
what mm. has kind of have you had any space and time this week yeah yeah i uh, definitely i definitely um, i'm always thinking about what what is the next thing or what what's inspiring um I think it's it's just learning to uh, to to it's about curation mm. and and how little it takes to satisfy certain aspects. And, and I'm speaking for myself. What like I can spend an hour painting, and I'm getting to the point where it is that moves the needle so much for me. And I'm combining it with things that like, I don't, I used to think that I had to just work so long in one kind of thing, but I'll, I'll mix it up now. Like I'm spending so long, uh, so much time planning out my day a little bit, just being a, that awareness and how good I can feel, which helps my art so much. So it will be, uh, you know, I'll be making something, I'll be painting, and then I'll break and I'll go have lunch. But instead of sitting in my studio, just eating a sandwich, because you know, with my painting clothes, I'll actually take my lunch and I'll go outside and I'll sit under, there's this tree and there's this beautiful spot. It just takes like a two minutes from my studio. And I go and I eat lunch there. And that's like this really different experience and it's really rich, but it's this one experience. And then I'll either go back to my studio or I'll go whatever I'll, I'll do, you know, work on a podcast or, you know, um, but it's, it's, it's realizing that, that, that we are optimized by the sort of um, variety of experiences we're having. And, and if we get feeling really optimized, our art gets so much better. So it creates the fire for me. It create it keeps it front and center. Um, by activating myself in this way. And so that's what I've been realizing and kind of working on, um, you know, this week and actually the last few weeks. It's how, how do we stay engaged and, and on the edge of our seat in a way, mm. like as long as, as many, as in much of the day as we can. And I think that, that that's something, that being open to new experiences and trying things and being able to go places and, that's been difficult over the last two years. I mean, that must have affected you as well. Has that impacted the way you make art? And do, do you feel that we're hopefully at the at the end of that and and ready? I mean, I know we're already we're already for like, yeah. blimey, we're already. But yeah, how, how has that impacted things? Well, it you know it's I've realized that my studio practice became where I traveled and became, yeah. it became much more wild. It became much more frontier-like. New terrain was needed uh, because so much of the sameness was being experienced because couldn't see friends, couldn't do the things I would normally do. So that became an area uh, that I got, that I explored more, I pushed more into. But I sort of feel like we it's always it's it's never the right time you know the conditions are never right you know like and but we just need to like remember like what what's possible what what does this make possible i mean the body of work that i just made was possible it was made possible because of covid it, because of i was able to focus on this so 
you know, I'm studying on increasing my comprehension with reading. I, that's what I'm involved in right now a little bit, learning how to read better. I've always read, but I've, I'm doing that more because I just have, um, that's sort of something you can do and you don't need, it's, it's not, <laughs> you don't, you won't get Omicron from it, you know? So, <laughs> so that's something that I probably wouldn't have gotten so involved in. And I'm really exploring much more in, in, in literature now than, than I was before. So I sort of like to see, although it's challenging, realize that, you know, whether this stays or goes, we just need to learn how to like figure out what, what it makes possible and move towards those things. Um, it's it's uh, how to keep things exciting and moving forward. It'd be nice if we could eat our lunch under a tree, but we need wellies, wellies in a giant coat and a hat and gloves <laughs> where we are. Well, that's I've true, the right? No, you're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we, it's, uh, we're in California here and it is, it's cold, but it's, you know, that idea and it's it's yes it's about experiencing different things but it's also experience one thing yeah. one thing at a time and really diving into it and you can do that in five minutes this conversation with you has been such a great part of my day because we, you guys are so present and we're just in this together like mm -hmm. this is just a wonderful little piece and 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 we can make our art like that too and i you know if i was trying to read my text messages while talking with you, it wouldn't be as rich. So I think that's something that that I'm learning and remembering. And I think COVID has, has brought that to my attention that we mm. just we get to focus better now. And and it's 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 more worthwhile. I think we get more out of the things we participate in when when we're present. Well I'd like to thank you because I always learn when I have any conversation with you or listen to you or watch you or interact with you and um so i'm very very grateful for coming across you however i did i don't know even when it was all those years ago and um really thankful that you know we now have this podcast that we can kind of share your work and what you and the rest of the fantastic can i just say fantastic team um you know, having been part of that for a couple of years, I know what goes on behind the scenes to making this an experience that you are all going to enjoy. So I really would encourage everybody to uh, give it give it the time that it takes. If you're listening to this podcast, you're listening for a reason. You're listening because this is important to you and um, don't turn this opportunity down. So thank you very much. Well, thank, thank you. you both. You guys, you guys are an inspiration and I just love, uh, I love knowing you guys. It's, it's just a privilege. Alice said everything that I wanted to say also, just gratitude. And I'm going to actually take the presence thing really seriously when I'm joking about sitting under a tree, but I think about the way I eat my lunch. It's the same every day, reading the paper online, reading bad news, staring at the computer, yeah. eating quickly, then going back to work. I don't, that was I, a, I can do that something was a change better than that. Yeah, that was a thing. That was exactly what I was doing. And it's like, what am I doing? This is just so lame, yeah. you know? Like, <laughs> it doesn't just help anybody. And, yeah. yeah. And, and so I, I started making my lunches, but I'm, I cook a lot. So, you know, I know how to make food and I just make this really great lunch. And so I, it's the whole thing has just gotten, it's like a really good part of my day. Where before it was just, I just threw something in my mouth because I didn't have time, you know, yeah. and I was just watching and reading this depression 
constantly and I just forget about it. <laughs> my, my daughter always shoves me into making good lunches because she's really good. Uh, like her favorite meal is what we call kind of refrigerator dinner you know like when it's we've got nothing left and it's all those different ingredients cobbled together and it's usually you know a couple of vegetables of this and that and somehow you combine them with spices and everything and it's different every time because it's whatever you've got left in the fridge right, right um and she's so good at doing that and putting together these fantastic breakfasts whereas I've usually been like anything to fuel me and off I go and it's it but that's another example of just watching somebody else do it just and you just think oh that doing it that way looks kind of like a lot more satisfying than just yeah. <laughs> skimming it's great yeah. to, to, to yeah. dive in yeah 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 so we've so everybody we've given you a free workshop and a pre and a, a new ideas about how to be more present in your life so this is an extra bonus gift from this episode yeah and go and make sure that you make yourself a really nice tasty lunch today right well we had better let you get back to your day um, but thank you so much and I look forward to seeing you in the lessons and you're you're you've got a new podcast too it's just called art to life right we we, we have yes. recommended it a couple of weeks ago oh, oh, awesome yeah it's called art to life and it's all about uh actually what we've been talking about about the journey and um how we all are doing this yeah, it's a great podcast. We've already recommended it, but we recommend it again. Awesome. Everybody's always desperate for podcasts. Like we're in the studio, we're painting. Yes, we there aren't enough good to. art podcasts. No. So we need more people. If there's anybody out there who wants to make a podcast, you should get on it. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, it's true. There's, uh, I, and I, I definitely thought, I think about that. Like I know I want my audience to be, painting or drawing or making art or hiking or whatever you know and uh and just to have this in the background because it can yeah. kind of reinforce where you're heading well nice to talk with you and we will see you then in the workshop bye-bye sounds great see you valentine's day bye <laughs> okay bye beauty of what you guys do it's just so free and and you guys are just so present. So uh, I see why you do so well with this and why everyone tunes in and stays, you know. Well, I did think this morning, maybe we should be a bit more organized and have notes, but we didn't and we haven't. So there we go. We never have. <laughs> Sorry, I've, yeah. never, I've never sort of thought about that. Like, actually, that's a pretty good strategy. Just get so into it that you just work all the time. You don't need vacations. This is it's like Alice cool. and I. I'm like that in terms of when I get a chance to paint, I'd rather paint than go on holiday. I'd rather paint than go out with my friends. I'd rather paint than anything. And we discuss this all the time because Alice is a life and a family and holidays and things. So when I heard him, I was like, oh, there's some, at least I'm not crazy. <laughs>